93.9 FM. Tabjeoluma, Okile Fala Fala. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel-good music.
Fresh 107.9 FM Apokuta. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from today. Wednesday, the 7th day in the month of April 2021. It's four minutes, can past 7 a.m. this morning. Hope you had a great Tuesday night rest. Wish you the very best this Wednesday. Thank you for joining us. Wale Bakar is my name. Oh, my name is in the studio with me this morning. Good morning to you, ma'am. Good to see you. Good morning to you, Wale. Good morning to you, our listener. Welcome to another beautiful day. Today, the 7th of April, is the World Health Day. Because uh, uh, the World Health Day is celebrated yearly uh, on this day. Uh, this year's edition becomes a lot more important uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Although you could argue uh, that um, in some parts of the world, uh, they are getting the hang on the virus. Uh, just yesterday, Australia and New Zealand announced that uh, uh, you know residents uh, in those countries could now travel between the two countries without having to go through uh, the regular quarantine. Uh, that, of course, is a signal to the fact that uh, they've um, been having reduced numbers of uh, COVID um, cases. You could say the same for Nigeria. There's been some uh, reduction in number of cases reported every day. Uh, but there are still parts of the world, the United States, Brazil, India. Uh, those are places where, uh, you know, they're still battling with a number of infections. Anyway, uh, the World Health Day today, um, a, lot of imp- a lot of attention will be placed on the COVID-19. But the theme for this year's World Health Day is building a fairer and healthier world for everyone. Uh, that's the theme uh, for the World Health Day today. Uh, be safe today. Stay healthy. Have a great Wednesday. Time to get into the headlines this morning. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. <laughs> Thank you for staying with us this Wednesday morning. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belguta. This is where we'll take a look at the headlines on the national dailies. Uh, we do this Mondays through Fridays from 7 o'clock. Uh, the Punch, The Guardian, The Pempushing Newspapers, The Premium Times, The Nigerian Tribune. Uh, those are some of the options available to us uh, this morning. Quite a number of um, stories to look out for. Uh, this Wednesday, uh, we'll just, um, as always, run through some of them before we get back to talk. Mr. Samson Akindele will be joining us in a moment. Uh, on the punch this morning, panic as bombs hit gunmen's hideouts. Federal government goes after IPOB. Uh, that's on the punch this morning. You are not elected to complain of ex-leaders. Can tells Buhari. Also on the punch, Kaduna killings continue. Eight dead, four church members abducted, 100 million naira demanded. Uh, that's also on the punch this uh, morning. COVID-19, while federal government directed states to halt vaccination halfway. Minister is right there um, on the punch. Uh, Jonathan Mbochi recalls AIDS deserted him after poll loss. Fasherati on Monarchs declare support for Tinubu. Um, cultists kill mend leaders, kidnap APC chieftain in Rivers. There's also a uh, mass of accuses federal government of sponsoring attacks on Southeast. 
That's an interesting one. It's on the punch as well. Wyek releases 2021 exam results with 30.11% pass. Oh, that's right there. Um, on the punch. The pen pushing newspapers uh, says, uh, join politics to chase out misfit in governance. Christian Association of Nigeria tells members Ogun State Government oh, that, no. Um, gunmen kill 8 persons in Kaduna State, cut away 180 cows, um, lost in charges traders due to an active participation in agricultural development. There's also IMF Increases Nigeria's economic growth forecast. Uh, that's on the Pempushin newspapers uh, this morning. The Premium Times, uh, with some of these headlines, the latest COVID numbers is on the Premium Times as well uh, to look out for this uh, Wednesday. Uh, but there are some others. Armed bandits attack four Kaduna communities, kill eight people. Uh, is on the Premium Times. Judiciary workers strike. Why I can't beg governors over judiciary's financial autonomy. That's according to the CJN. Uh, Nigeria's presidential task force on COVID-19 gets new role. Uh, it's right there as well. Uh, there's also judiciary workers strike courts closed in Lagos, Kano, Benway, others. Uh, it's right there on the Premium Times uh, this morning. Uh, there's a profile of the new acting inspector general of police, Usman Al-Kali Baba. It's on the Premium Times. You can check that out for yourself this morning. On the Guardian this morning, World Health Day, federal government state tasks to address inequality access to coverage. It's now Buhari's turn to support Tinubu for 2023 that is coming from Ondo Monarchs. Again, gunmen raised police station after Vice President, former IGP, visited Emo State. Also on The Guardian this morning, judicial workers ground courts nationwide despite CJN intervention. I resisted nepotism in my appointment as President, Jonathan clarifies. And on the Nigerian Tribune this morning, police confirm burning down of another division in Emo State. My husband died on Friday, not Saturday, says O.K. Udumaki. Also on the Tribune, PTF mandate expires, transforms to presidential steering committee. IMF increases Nigeria's 2021 economic growth forecast to 2.5%. Nigeria records 58 new COVID-19 infections. That is also on the Tribune this morning. Because uh, a lot of these uh, headlines are uh, scattered around. Uh, the talks about the new IGP is on many of the dailies as well. Uh, interestingly, the former IGP was just on an official visit to Emo yesterday after the attacks on Monday. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how quickly, you know, uh, the word former uh, can be added to a position. Uh, Mr. Samson, I can get a little bit with us this morning. He's in the studio, actually. Good morning to you, sir. Great to see you uh, this morning. Good morning, Wale. Uh, great to be here again. Right. Well, we'll take our very first break and um, return to get talking. As far as some of these headlines are concerned, please don't go anywhere. Nigeria Limited. Go meet them for their office today. 
47 Olusegun Shobaro Okay, lewo abelta Yeah, WhatsApp number B 0818-900-8976 Telephone line 0802-387-5069 And 0818-900-8912 Website www.showoba.com.ng On social media Showoba Services Nigeria Limited Email S-O-W-K-L-T-D At yahoo.co.uk Showoba Services Nigeria Limited Let me go meet them today Academy Suite, telephone 0817-666-601. Academy Suite, home away from home. Thank you for staying with us. It's freshly pressed uh, this uh, Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Let's kick start things uh, this morning with the uh, story on the punch, boldly written, panic as bombs hit gunmen hides out. I mean, hide out rather. FG goes after IPOB. Uh, that's on the punch. There are a number of writers that come with that story. Uh, there to look out for. There was panic among residents of the SCN Udim local government area of Akwaibom State on Tuesday as military bombarded the Ikot Akwan forest in the area. The punch learned that a military operation was aimed at flushing out Udlums who had been attacking police formations in the state. Residents who share boundaries with Udlums hideouts told one of uh, punch correspondents that a bombing of the forest started at 8 a.m. and ended at 12 noon on Tuesday. The military exercise came barely 24 hours after gunmen attacked the Imo State Police Command Headquarters and the Nigeria Correctional Service in Oweri, the state capital, where 1,844 inmates were freed. Uh, the President Muhammad Bari in a statement um, on Monday ordered security agencies to fully mobilize and go after gunmen that had been attacking security agencies. It was gathered that before the military exercise in Akwaibom State on Tuesday, residents had been asked to steer clear of the Ikotakwan forest, suspected to be a camp of gunmen. Residents said the operation began with the deployment of helicopters and drones for aerial surveillance and bombing before ground troops moved in to flush out criminal elements. Um, the rest of that is right there on the punch this morning. It was a fearful experience. I told my children and wife to stay indoors. That's according to one of the residents. Uh, police students could hear sounds of fighter jets and gunshots. Uh, that's right there. It's a rider that comes uh, with that story. Go after IPOP members. Immediate past IG uh, tells police. Uh, that's also there to look out for. Less than 24 hours after government attacked the Imo State Police Command Headquarters and the Nigeria Correctional Service are aware. The immediate past IGP, Mohamed Adamu, on Tuesday, visited the states. During the visit, the ex-IG insisted that members of the indigenous people of Biafra carried out the attacks. He therefore vowed that there would be no hiding place for members of the cessationist group. Recall that IPOB on Monday said it was not involved. 
uh, in their attacks. But the immediate IGP, who spoke when he visited the state police command to inspect the damage done, said IPOP members were responsible for the emo jailbreak and the raising of the state police command. Uh, the rest of that is on the punch. Uh, there's this other story on the punch, uh, which says uh, Massob accuses federal government of sponsoring attacks on Southeast. That's the movement for actualization of sovereign state of Biafra. They've accused the federal government of sponsoring recent attacks on Southeast. Massob leader Uche Namadu said this in a statement made available to journalists in Oka, the Anambra state capital. He said Massob's intelligence showed that the attacks were perpetrated by protected bandits sponsored by the federal government. <laughs> Madu added that the purpose was to create a situation that pro-Biafra dictators had become violent and therefore should be chastised. Uh, well, it's right there uh, to look out for uh, on the punch. A very um, interesting um, situation in the southeast uh, because um, the job of the uh, new IGP well cut out for him as far as that situation is concerned. Um, interestingly, there's been some things that have been said. Uh, the the ex IGP insisted yesterday saying IPOP members uh, carried out these attacks. They, of course, have said they, they didn't carry out the attacks. But they, there's also, I remember there was the um, one of the headlines yesterday on the Tribune, uh, which quoted uh, the IPOP leader, Anamdi Kanu, as saying, No one deserves to be in jail. <laughs> well, he was talking about uh, uh, the radicalization of uh, terrorists and certain things and saying if they're not in prison then no one deserves to be in jail and some people have put that side by side with the claim by the IGP saying maybe these individuals if they really do believe that no one deserves to be in jail maybe they were the ones that carried out the jailbreak but overall for this new IGP uh, this is a very interesting um, uh, job on his hands especially with what's happening at the moment in the southeast well um whether he's the acting IG or not, what matters is that um, he's all, he has always been in the police too. Mm. So uh, it's just that um, he has not been in charge of um, the command and control. You know, so uh, he's not a new person. Um, he understands, he should understand what is going on. He should be able to now bring in his own uh, um, ideas, you know, a performance, mm. you know, to, to be. Because if you are not there, in, char- in charge of command and control. You might not be able to, you know, make some things happen, you know, the way it should be if you know the, the regimented uh, arrangement that we have in the military and paramilitary setting. So uh, I, I think he, his job is well cut out. Um, he needs to find out, you know, if he still does not know now what is going on in this artist because it's even different from banditry now. These ones are out to further reduce the capacity of the police. Perhaps, maybe they, they, they might, if they have the uh, more firepower, maybe they will be attacking the military. And it's dangerous for all of us. Nobody should applaud this. Um, I mean, applaud it, rather. You know, so I think, you know, that's what the IG the new the the acting IG must begin to do immediately. Never mind what the immediate past you know IG said about IPOB. Maybe he has the information you know already that we don't have. But some people have said it's too hasty. Well, you know, Massa is saying they have information that is the federal government <laughs> that is doing this. I know you know Massa might not want you know a station whereby you know they they might not want to use the style of maybe Boko Haram. Uh, that will do something and they will claim responsibility. You know, that must be that might be an act of cowardice. But I tell you, 
uh, whoever is doing this, whether Masob, IPOB, or any other group, we we need to stem it now. Because if somebody says, uh, you know, we don't have enough policemen. No. We don't have enough equipment. And they are being taken out at their duty post. Remember what happened during the answers, the aftermath and all that. We are still struggling to stand as a nation. Before the NSAS thing, we've been having insecurity. It got worse after the NSAS protest that turned violent. So everybody must be on top of this. Don't say it's happening in the Southeast. You don't know what will happen in Abelkuta. You don't know what will happen in Lagos. So it's something that all of us must condemn and encourage the federal government to not just pay lip service to all these things going on, saying that they are, they are on top of the situation, they are investigating and all that, whatever they want to do, what the public wants at the end of the day is resort. People want to have peace. People don't want to go to their business places, going to school, and you are afraid that your children might not return. So when you are now taking out the people that should protect all of us, are we going to you know, live our, land, our, our lives in the hand of criminals who whose well, maybe interest would just be to kill, maim, and, uh, and steal people's property. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned the NSAS uh, and uh, the aftermath. A lot of things have been said about, you know, the police, the activities and all, but one, one can only feel pity for, for them at the moment because of we should pity what, what they are going through and how, uh, you know, unsafe they, they, even they would feel at the moment. It, it, that's why it's dangerous for us. Mm. If the police are afraid of being at their duty post, now it's dangerous for for all of us. I remember when the NSAS thing just ended. Some people will they, you, maybe they they they, they, will, they will catch some uh, suspected arm robbers, and the police will tell them go and go and deal with it yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you you said, we're not good enough. So go and go and police your area. It was becoming something like that. Or your state is still struggling. You know, even you get to your state, normal traffic control. You can't find the police anytime beyond 6 p.m. It's worrisome. That's why the, the governor in your state has not been resting. And he's been trying to do a lot of public relations for himself and his administration, you know, with the police. Because the police thought that, look, he didn't support them. You know, during that crisis, mm. they, they, they killed their men, eating their flesh in the public and all that. This whole thing will break on everybody's head, not just the policemen, not just their families. The worst that will happen, you, you might find out that some of them might even want to leave the job if staying at the police station does not ensure that you have safety. Then what are you going to do? You know, you oh. now see them even not having the, 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 uh, the, the confidence to even wear the uniform. Then everybody is in danger. All right, uh, we we could go on and on uh, as far as this is concerned. Uh, hopefully, uh, the um, police or the well, the army and other agencies can uh, get a hang as to what is happening uh, in the southeast and uh, bring, nip this on the board very quickly. And moving on this morning, uh, talking about the COVID nineteen, uh, the 
Nigeria records 58 new cases of the virus yesterday. The country has seen a decrease in the number of cases in recent times. And still on that, a PTF mandate expires, transforms to presidential steering committee. The mandate of the presidential task force on COVID-19 has expired. But President Muhammadu Buhari has approved its transformation into a new presidential steering committee. PSC with modified responsibilities. This followed the terminal report of the PTF submitted to the president in March at the end of its initial tenor. Chairman of the PTF and Secretary to Government of the Federation, SGF, Mr. Boss Mustafa, disclosed this during a media briefing in Abuja on Tuesday. He said the president considered the report and approved that the PTF will transition to a PSC on COVID-19, effective from April 1, 2021, with a modified mandate to reflect the non-emergent status of COVID-19 as a potentially long-term pandemic. The structure of the PSC will reflect the new focus of the response with a targeted approach on vaccine oversight, risk communication, international travel, quarantine processes, and sub-national engagement. Its tenor will last till 31st December 2021. The rest of that story is on the Nigerian Tribune. This morning, PTF mandate expires, transforms to presidential steering committee. Uh, when the PTF was uh, was first uh, constituted, when COVID nineteen pandemic started in the country, uh, so far we've seen them uh, do a lot of work. They go to states, uh, try to contain the COVID nineteen pandemic. But as some people talk about their their achievement or their efforts so far, some people have also uh, brought to question uh, some accountability as far as uh, COVID-19 palliatives is concerned as far as the uh, the money contributed by the car COVID is concerned mm-hmm. but in your own view can can you say that a PTF has done well? Well if, if, you, if you want to be fair they've done well mm-hmm. they've done well when you look at the um, the arrangement we have in this country um, for Agencies for departments for power starters, they've done well because um, <laughs> it will it will interest you to know that even during those briefings, they, they, we had time they were having they were giving us daily briefings, and I I tried to put myself in the shoes of maybe the minister of health or any other person there, and they, they had a lot of sleepless nights to serve this nation, so we we have to really appreciate them for what they've done so far. Everything might not have been perfect because humanity is not perfect. So I, I want to say they've really done well, you know, for this nation at that time. Well, the punch, as it says, why federal government directed states to halt vaccination halfway uh, is right there on the punch. Remember that report uh, started going about uh, during the weekend. Uh, some thought, some were wondering whether it was true. Well, the federal government has explained why it asked all states administering the COVID-19 vaccines to stop the exercise the moment they use half of the doses allocated to them. Minister of State for Health, Alon Imbe Mamura, gave the explanation at Tuesday's media pre- briefing of the PTF on COVID. I explained that the directive became necessary since the country was not sure when next the second batch of the AstraZeneca vaccine would arrive the country. said that it was also to enable those who had received the first jab to be able to complete 
uh, their vaccination. According to him, it is through the directive to states to vaccinate half of the doses uh, deployed. Uh, in his words, we believe that in a situation where we still cannot specifically determine when the next batch of vaccine will arrive, then I think wisdom dictates that it's better for us to vaccinate people fully. And so we can say that we have a pool of citizens that have been fully vaccinated since this vaccination comes in two doses. So that's what gave rise to the directive. Rather than just going ahead with just single doses, when the full dose should be two doses of the same. So we felt that it was proper for us in the circumstance to ensure that those who have been vaccinated have been fully vaccinated, he said. Meanwhile, the DG of the NCDC, Chikwe Equas, was assured that the agency was investigating the reported blood clotting in some individuals that are taking the first jab of AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, the rest of that is on the punch. Uh, that uh, report came in over the weekend. Uh, many at that time were not, uh, there was no official statement from the federal government, but now it's official. They're saying, uh, which is what has happened in some other parts of the world as well. Uh, due to shortage of AstraZeneca supply, uh, we've seen what has happened in Europe as a result of the shortage. Uh, many countries have decided, okay, we'll just go ahead, um, look at the doses we have. Uh, we'll use, once we've deployed half of it, we'll just um, have the remaining half to serve as the second dose for those that have been vaccinated already. And that's simply wisdom. Hmm. It, it depends on the way you look at it. <laughs> you know, some people will tell you that, look, why not just why not just have, if you have, for instance, 40,000, you know, doses, why not inoculate 40,000 people rather than 20,000? But then that would be one dose. One dose, yes. Hoping that it will come. When, when you look at, hoping that the second batch will come. Then when you, again, when you look at the wisdom you are talking mm. about, that okay, why not just have twenty thousand? I'm using that figure now operationally. Mm. Why not have twenty thousand citizens that you know they've been fully vaccinated? Fully vaccinated, but again, that you will have cut off a lot of people. But it's also in a situation where some people are refusing to be vaccinated the anyway. People, the people that have been that have been vaccinated so far are still the most of them, the frontliners. Mm. Government officials, uh, security agents, journalists, mm. you know, I mean, doctors, nurses, and what have you, and their family members. So it means some people who still want this, I still know some people who still want to be vaccinated. You know, it, never mind those who said they will not be, they, they, they don't want it, even though some of them were later afraid of. Um, uh, maybe dying in court, and even though when they've said that, oh, the vaccination was evil. Now they they, they went ahead at the National Hospital of Abuja mm. to get their own jab. Mm. You know, we have all smiles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we have we have such people, you know, amongst us. So, but those who took this decision will have also considered a lot of factors. So, you know, like he put it, the wisdom they put in. I I, I hope. You know, it will help us at the end of the day having um, the the, the frontline workers, Nigerians, non-Nigerians that are working to make sure that the rest of the populace, you know, is safe. Mm. Having them to be fully inoculated and, of course, uh, when the the next batch comes, of course, they won't be part of it anymore. They will now look at other Nigerians that have never been, you know, vaccinated to now get, you know, their own full dosage. You know, so I want to just give it to them. They, it, it, it's not, it's not um, the call of uh, many Nigerians, including me, making comment about it. They will have considered this very well. They know what how many Nigerians have gotten this. They know how many are left. They know that some people don't want it at all. So why, why wait? 
why not just get the full dosage across mm. to those that uh, are in the front line? So let, let, let's wait and see. We, we just hope that at the end of the day, the, 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 the second uh, batch will come in in time and you know every other person will get those that want it will get it done. Uh, well, uh, the, there's, a, there's a report on The Guardian. says Africa got only 11 million of world's 548 million COVID-19 vaccines. That's according to the World Health Organization. Uh, that's an issue uh, that uh, WHO, WTO, and a number of uh, bodies have been trying to tackle, saying uh, the vast majority of the vaccines are going to uh, just uh, a number of places. Perhaps, uh, it's, 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 it, you know, when you look at the fatalities... Mm. You, you can't compare the fatality well, in Africa with what's yeah. happening in Europe and America. That might be the reason why you have it that way. Mm. We'll take a very quick pause. Return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Admission, admission, admission. Admission for 2020-2021 academic session is all at the Crown Polytechnic, Kilometer 10, Ilawe Road, Odu, Adrekiti, Ekiti State, at a non-refundable fee of 5,500 Naira only. Courses available at the National and Iron National Diploma are Accountancy, Business Administration and Management, Public Administration, Computer Science, Statistics, Estate Management, Quantity Surveying, Urban and Regional Planning, Architectural Technology, Building Technology, Electrical and Electronics, Computer engineering fisheries and science laboratory technology for further inquiries please visit our website on www.crownpolytechnic.edu.ng or email us on info at crownpolytechnic.edu.ng phone number 0803-489-6926 and 0806-273-5522 registrar announcement Thank you for staying with us. It's Freshly Pressed this Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Moving on this morning, judicial workers ground court nationwide despite CJN intervention. Despite the late-minute intervention by the national leadership of the Nigeria Bar Association, MBA, to oath the nationwide strike proposed by the Judiciary Staff Union of Nigeria, JUSUN, members of the union yesterday grounded courts across the federation. JUSUN had in a notice issued by its General Secretary, I.M. Adetola, dated April 1, 2021, announced that it would begin a nationwide industrial action yesterday to press home JUSUN's demands for enforcement of financial autonomy in the judiciary. The United States said that it had at its last national executive meeting on March 13, 2021 Abuja, issued its 21-day ultimatum to the government to implement the financial autonomy of the judiciary with a threat that failure of which Jusun will have no other option but to resume the suspended national strike action. But the NBA in a statement by its president Olumide Akpata urged the body to shelve the strike in the interest of the public, adding that the timing was wrong. Adamant to the NBA pleadings, the union yesterday commenced the strike as scheduled and also enforced it across the country. Even an emergency meeting called by the Chief of Justice of Nigeria, CJN, Justice Tanko Mohammed, with leaders of Jusun could not stop the workers' action. The rest of that is on The Guardian this morning. Judicial workers ground courts nationwide despite CJN intervention. 
there are so many uh, strike action going on in the country so at, the, at the moment. <laughs> we have the resident doctors, we have the uh, polytechnic workers. Yeah, that started the, yesterday as well. Yesterday, mm-hmm. and now just soon they are also they are also on strike now and uh, this brings to question that the fact that before this this union before they embark on strike they always issue ultimatum tell government that they want to go on strike if you don't do this first and still nothing will be done about it and eventually they will go on strike uh, 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 interestingly, ju- just to add to that, uh, as far as he talks about financial autonomy for judiciary is concerned, uh, there's a report on the uh, Premium Times uh, where the CJN, uh, in his explanation as to why, apparently many have been asking him why he's not been speaking to governors, trying to prevail on them to give judi- uh, autonomy to ju- judiciary. And his words are that calling on the governors to, you know, to please <laughs> give effect to financial autonomy uh, status of judiciary in their domains will amount to asking them for a favor which they may ask him to repay eventually. <laughs> His words. <laughs> well, I I don't know. I cannot point to a time in this country since, uh, you, know, you know, as a little boy up to the point that um, I began to understand, you know, life, national life, and following what's going on in the polity that we had Peace time. Nigeria has always been a country in crisis. It, it, at some point, you know, even before the military interregnum in, in 1983, after, you know, I think from 79, when the politicians were there, it was the period of kill and go. You know, the military came with uh, General Buhari, Diagmo, another one had started. What looked like peace came when IBB came. It ended in another crisis, and it's been on and on and on. And since the military time, too, strike has always been the only language the government listened to. And it's you really would not want to blame these workers when they need something. They know where the shoe pinches. And they, 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 they've been engaging government officials you know, middle level, top level, nobody has been listening. What is wrong in giving the judiciary autonomy? Just like local government administration, you know, like, uh, you know, Baba Basunjo issued a statement yesterday concerning that when, you know, some, uh, I think it's, what, the it Norge, was it Argon, Norge, Norge. that visited uh, it. Yeah, the new president, uh, yes. the, the headline is on the uh, yes. newspapers. The former president is saying we need prayers yes. <laughs> for the survival it's, of local it's government. It's not prayers. Mm. It's not prayers that we need. We, you know, the, the people we have, the, the emperors we have in the name of governors, the president, all of them, I, I don't know what they are thinking. Because when you, of course, they know how to control things. What is power without control? You know that if these people have autonomy, as you are getting money, you know, you know, into the coffers of the government, the money is going to them directly. They don't have to ask the president, you know, to assist them. They need to build courts, pay salary, and do some other things. So that is what they're asking for. Is that too much to ask for? So that they will be able to deliver no justice where it is needed, you know, without fear, fear or favor. Mm. So, but they won't let that happen, just like they are doing to, to the local government, just to grade roads. Some of the local government don't even have graders. They will, lo- go, they will go and rent, 
graders that you before now when you need to do something your area maybe it's a new town you go to the local government to to rent but you they don't even have it themselves the state government they've taken over their responsibilities they are collecting money even from motor parks that's supposed to be for the local government from parks you know and garages so i i think that is where we need to send the message allow these people to be local government should be the best form of government for us or maybe best harm you know for us because it's the closest it's the same thing with the judiciary that we're talking about but even when the national was it national state assemblies you know they were supposed to have autonomy and some of them opposed it because the people that put them there you know, we'll ask them why? Why do you? Why? Why did you vote? But yes, uh, you know, to that kind of thing. When you know how you got there, and they, they, they have the, they, they, they have the wherewithal to remove them. So they will, they will also do the bidding of their paymasters, the the man that unilaterally, you know, said that look, this is the candidate for APC, this is the candidate for PDP. Some of them don't, they, they don't even have elections happening. You know, all that. They do is just to have caretaker chairman, something unknown to the law of this country. So they, it's it's all you know together in one box, and the people that have put Nigeria into this kind of problem, I don't think they have what it takes to take us out of this problem, except the people rise up and vote the way they should be voting, not the way they've been voting. If they do that, then you'll be able to tell these people that you've had enough. Like they've been saying uh, somewhere. They said auto get somewhere. You know, and it, it's, that was it. And if you can do that across board, if a party is not doing well in your state or your local government, do you have the guts to vote them out without them bringing 5,000 you collect? Then you, you sell your vote. So this is where the problem is. So sometimes we deserve some of these people we have. The the judiciary workers, what they are asking for is going to benefit all. Because you you if if you are there and the judges are there tied to the apron strings mm. of the executive, then everyone is in trouble. Well, um, so speaking to what you said, uh, joint politics to chase out misfit in governance. Christian Association of Nigeria tells members is right there on the pen-pushing newspapers. Uh, the Guardian has this report about the uh, sports festival, uh, which has since started. Uh, eight months pregnant taekwondoist wins gold as 20th National Sports Festival opens. Ah. Um, there are some riders. Team Delta extends lead. Uh, Edo Triumph in bad meeting events, taxi drivers, hoteliers, increased prizes, uh, expectedly, you would say. Maybe, uh, maybe that pregnant lady, maybe it's Pomsi. Eight months. Eight months. No, 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 no. You, you know, there's this. Yeah, uh, yes, it's, it's Pomsi. Pomsi? Yes. Ha. It is. Ha. Because. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Taekwondo, eight months pregnant. <laughs> ah, well. Ah. But you know, in Pomsi, it's, it's, uh, it's not a battle. Yeah, you know, is is a display of uh, of skills. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe that's how she was able to do that. Because if it, uh, I, I don't think anybody will have allowed her, you know, to go into a battle or a fight. Oh, it's with mixed pumse category. Mm. Oh, okay. Ah, yes, yeah. maybe it's pumse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, it's still just, a great street, though. Of course. Just before we get to talk to you, uh, the next two minutes, I'd, I'd love to love us to quickly mention this. Uh, this was something that. 
I uh, categorically uh, was going to talk about and then I saw the report on the uh, pen pushing newspapers. Uh, a number of times when we talk about uh, sexual harassment, we talk so much about parents keeping their kids safe, keeping their kids from um, you know, people around them, neighbors, mm. uh, family members, uncles, and the likes. Incest going as on. It, as, it, as it turns out now, mothers might even have to keep their kids away from their fathers mm. uh, because of some of these reports. Uh, this one says, Man engages own biological daughter in sex, says mother no more sexually attractive. Mm. It's um, According to him, he says the mother is getting old and he doesn't find her attractive again. And he went for the daughter. Mm. Well. Uh, we are on radio, uh, but I, I'll try to <laughs> make my language as continent as possible. We, we have some some parents that have gone irresponsible. And I was just discussing on my way from Lagos this morning with someone that we were together in the car, how a lot of parents have uh, relegated their, 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 their responsibilities mm. up to the point that even some of them that didn't train their children well, a teacher, you remember the day we talked oh, about yes. the teacher, you know, you know, try to reprimand, you know, a puppy and the parent. You to beat up the teacher. To, to, you know, so that, that's, that's where it starts from. And it will interest you to know that some mothers are also aware of their husbands. Doing some of these things. Doing some of these things to their daughters. And they dare not talk. And they cannot talk. Wow. It's that bad. You see brothers doing it to their sisters, uncles. And, you know, because of, they, they, they think there is something, of course, it's shameful. But the family will now sit down at the round table and kill the story. And uh, what was that thing they say in the Yoruba movies? Pamisilema, 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 that kind of thing. And leaving only one person as the victim, the girl who had been defiled, and that girl will live with that for the rest of her life. That's why many of them will become prostitutes. Some of them will become so wayward and all they want to do is just to begin, begin to look for men. Some of them very resistant to men, by the way. Some became, they will become so frigid mm. that they will never be able to enjoy anything like that in their life. Some will tell you that, look, men are evil. Men are strong. And, and they, will, they will rather stay single because of what they've seen from their own father, what they've experienced from their own father or brothers. So it's not just about neighbors. If you have a girl child and you are listening this morning, please, even girl, uh, uh, boy child too, because some people also do the same thing to them. Some older women do the same thing to these boys. So because we, we've concentrated so much on the girl child, we will allow the boy child to now become irresponsible. They will now be the, be, they will become the rapists, mm. you know, at the end of the day. So what, if you have a girl child today, please, 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 if you have to find books to read, if you need to see counselors, if you don't know how to handle this kind of situation, reach out to people who can help you. Mm. Some, some people don't want to have uh, what is called sex education to their children. It's never, it's never too early these days. At eight, at seven, if you already yeah. know some of these girls are displaying certain, you know... Uh, you better talk about yes, it with them. Uh, or boys, you better start talking. If you don't know how to start it, talk to somebody that can help you. All right.
Uh, well, let, let, let's just go ahead and get your contributions this morning at Fresh FM at on Twitter. We're live on Facebook. Uh, to drop your contributions via that avenue, 0815 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, we lost our call to try again. Hello, good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, this is Akpan from Africa. We didn't get the name, please. Yeah, Akpan. Akpan, talk to us, Mr. Akpan. Yeah. yeah. I, the Nigerian people talk every time I do. Thank you. I only wanted to contribute. But today I got impressed by Mr. Samson's uh, insight to the psychology theory. And that was actually why I tried to call. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was nice. I would like to. Actually, get the technical content if that you have to too much. Uh, well done. I mean, the analysis are always top notch. Oh, and I think the condo was very cool. Thank you very much. You have a nice day. Thank, thank you. Sir. Hello, good morning. I'm a Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? You have Solomon on the line. Good morning. Because I'm good morning. Good morning, sir. Yeah. Um, let me start with this issue of emo stage. Because I've listened, I've decided for the past two weeks to listen to people's comments. And it is so unfortunate that the way Nigeria thinks this is, ah, it's terrible. Mr. Thompson, do you know that people are justifying what is happening in Imo? Look, there's another Jinjumba at the Yeto Yagbezi no Portuni. Look, no matter what you want to say, that uh, IG quickly come out with the investigation, that it is IPOP. Uh, why should IG, when it happened in uh, Benway to Otrom, IG did not come concerning Fulani? Look, sometimes when we, the way we judge things, we use criminality to treat criminality. It is so unfortunate. Mr. Thompson, I don't know whether you saw Inam Dikanu tweet on that Monday evening. Mm, mm, he mm. said he had the one. <laughs> and I just said the same thing. You want to crucify this IG for Christ's sake. Look, this is how some of these uh, leaders, he did not behave when Boko Haram started. Mm. Hello? Wow. Well, well, I'm sure we got the bulk of your point. Thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good yes, morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Wani. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Quickly, please. On last Sunday, can you call it from Abantu? Talk to us. Um, where was high level of the insanity in that man? Those are people that are not wanting to be in this world. Honestly. Not any of the parts of the world. Where? Well, we don't we don't have the you know it's not, it's not our job to say anybody is not ready to be on health or to live in the no, world. Are, are you telling me somebody that is that oh I get your point, but <laughs> I, I understand you. I understand you. So right. I get your right. uh, <laughs> no problem. Go ahead. Now, Mister Mister Yes, sir. No rational human being we want to applaud what happened in. in Neither will any rational human being we want to applaud what has happened in the past. Mm. The point I want to make this morning is that this is what we keep on seeing when we have no government mm. action in mm. place. Mm. 
They may claim that they are doing something, but I have not seen many things. I don't know if you have seen one. Those that are doing something are what we are seeing that we are talking about. We have not seen what we talk about from the government. When governments are not decisive, when they are not proactive, than just reacting to issues that are coming up. When insecurity is all the places, this is what will be coming out. This is what will be seen. Right. They will not see bigger things than this. Prayer right, will not work it. Let us wake up. When are you <laughs> praying? Where was you not praying? Let us pray. Well, we get your point. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. Hello. All right. Uh, you'd have to try again. I don't know. Hello. Good morning to you. I, I don't know. The the connection is not as smooth as we just take out some tweets. Some tweets very quickly. Shagun Bogi, congratulations to the new IGP. I hope he will be unbiased in the discharge of his duty. But to be sincere with ourselves, this government belongs to a particular section of this country. Hmm. Most of the appointments are very lopsided. Restructuring is still the way to go. Akwede Kamil Adebayo, my questions this morning, why acting IGP again? What has the president been doing after the extent of the former IGP stay in office? Is the acting IGP going to stay for the next two years? We are not ready in this country. Uh, well, he went on to say advise the new acting IGP to investigate very well the people behind the emo attack uh, to conclude that IPOPs ESN carried out the attack without proper investigation will be considered malicious in some quarters I don't buy on me. The sudden replacement of the former IGP while an official visit to emo reeks of dangerous power play and a semblance of a coup, they can't even afford him the honor of going on official leave Congre- congratulations to the new IGP anyways, he should roll up his sleeves already. Well, it was always on an extended stay, so uh, it was always, the, the uh, his departure from office could could have happened any he's time. He's on next, he's on extra time. Exactly, and he's the referee can blow. Once, once the referee... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he, he, yesterday's zone looks like even like a sudden death. He yeah. was on an assignment. Yes. When the appointment, when the announcement came. I so know. that's a kind of sudden death mm. that happened. So uh, good luck to him in his in, uh, New future endeavor. endeavor. Mm. Yeah. Dante, when will Nigeria leave a week without crisis? The whole system is gradually coming to a standstill. Doctors are on strike. Yushari workers are on strike. Southeast is boiling. Nigeria is indeed, indeed on panic mode. We need to take back our country. Good morning. Last call. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, What's your name? Where are you um, calling from? Just go ahead. I'm um, calling from Adige this morning. All right. Go ahead. Um, on the issue of this, that will be happening in the east. Uh, you see, I think the south, south people, I mean the evil, they need to rearrange themselves. They need to arrange themselves because they are still part of this country. So if you have to, if you have an agitation, then you have to think normally to carry out your points. So look at what is happening in the Southwest. We are more matured in handling issues. So the South-South, they need to come together South-South. and think about the way to go about this issue. Hello? 
Anyway, uh, we, we got your point. Uh, Olakomi says, why is federal government extraditing fugitive in Amdi Kano? It is high time can return to Nigeria to face the law. The Amnesty International will never see anything wrong in the massacre of policemen in Nigeria, mm. but always quick in making unsubstantiated report on extrajudicial killings. Sarakmari mm. uh, says, we don't pray when we need to work. Any political officer that should do what they have called, what they have come to do and not shy away from their responsibilities. Urging citizens to pray for what they should be enjoying. Mm. Anyway, um, that's as much as we'll take uh, this uh, morning. Governors will never allow autonomy for the state judiciary and legislature because they will not want their inordinate ambition to be tampered with. Mm-hmm. We condemn federal government in most cases for the mess we are experiencing and feel to rebook these governors that are emperors. That's all I come in, Larry. <laughs> Mr. Akinjoy, thank you for your thoughts. We have to run. Thank, thank you, you for having much. me. God bless Nigeria. My name is Omoye Madiso. Have a lovely day. Ali Bakar is my name. Do have a great Wednesday. Good morning. Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, Fresh. 107.9 FM. Good day, listeners. This is introducing Omega Pro, a forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day. Forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business. It has been around for over 300 years. Unfortunately, many Nigerians lose money in forex because they try to do it all by themselves. You cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro trade Forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. Omega Pro, a Forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade Forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day. Forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business. It has been around for over 300 years. Unfortunately, many Nigerians lose money in Forex because they try to do it all by themselves. You cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro trade forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. For inquiries, just WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. The number again, 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp only, please, to attend our live business presentation on WhatsApp and Zoom daily. Omega Pro, Omega Pro, a forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day. Forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business. It has been around for over 300 years. Unfortunately, many Nigerians lose money in forex because they try to do it all by themselves. You cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro 
trade forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. For inquiries, just WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. The number again, 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp only, please, to attend our live business presentation on whatsapp and zoom daily omega pro omega pro a forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business it has been around for over 300 years unfortunately many nigerians lose money in forex because they try to do it all by themselves you cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro trade Forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. Good news, listeners. You can now attend our live Forex investment seminar this Sunday at Sweet Sensation by Opie Grand about okay lewo abekuta time is 4 p.m to 6 p.m admission is free 